It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. We want to welcome everybody once again to the RF Sports Radio Show. We're sorry about the delay. Had some problems with the servers uh, at Blog Talk Radio, but we are back and live on the air. Uh, we had a great show last time. We were joined by several callers talking about the Cowboys, uh, several callers that were talking about uh, the NFL. So we want to definitely touch in on some of that. Uh, we want to thank everybody for emailing and uh, joining our Twitter page. And uh, we're asking for everyone to email us again today. You can email us at rfsportsradio at gmail.com. And I need some uh, some cold remedies. If you guys got any remedies for colds, allergies, I got a house full of sick, pe- sick people. So anyone that can help me on that front, we're looking for emails, uh, definitely. As you know, what we do at this time, we go from 9 to 11. We talk about everything going on in the sports world some of the top stories locally in the Dallas and Fort Worth area, or even Texas for that matter. And we're going to definitely get into a lot of hot topics and stuff today. So definitely uh, remember, guys, you can call in 323-927-2906. That's 323-927-2906. So without further ado, we can definitely introduce my co-host, Mr. Royce. Are you there? Good afternoon. Right now, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good, as you can tell. Little stopped up trying to get over a cold, but but the show must go on, right? That's absolutely correct. Could have been from the whooping you got on the golf course today. Hey, hey, we're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the show. And uh, don't forget, you can always get in contact with us. We look for everyone to log on to the show site, blogtalkradio.com slash RF Sports, or you can definitely catch us um, on Twitter, and the uh, Twitter follow is uh, RF Sports Radio, and again, the, G- the uh, email address is rfsportsradio at gmail.com. Um, even though it's Thursday, there's a lot going on in sports today, Royce. Uh, one of the biggest stories that we can touch on first, and we debated this on our kickoff show about the Heisman, whether Reggie Bush should give it away, whether they should take it from him who should rightfully get it. Well, I guess the decision's already been made for us. Apparently, Reggie Bush has decided to forfeit uh, the Heisman Trophy. Now, you were one of those people that talked about how all the other college athletes took money, what makes him any different. Uh, What are your thoughts about him actually forfeiting the Heisman Trophy? Well, uh, Rodney, I think the school should give their trophy back. But as far as Reggie Bush, what he accomplished on the field, you can't take that away from him. Uh, ineligible or not ineligible, probably out of the whole team, probably two or three other guys that broke the rules too. So do you go back and uh, penalize them too? That's my opinion, man. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the biggest question, and we talked about that. Um, it's the fact that the school dig had to give up that trophy, that they had to forfeit the wins from that particular season. But the guys that are playing right now, the guys that are getting – 
uh, penalized the most. They're the ones that can't go to bowl games. Uh, they can't have a season that really doesn't matter that much. So they're the guys that's really the paying the paying the price for everything that's going on. So I definitely understand what you're saying on that. Now another hot topic, and this always brings up another issue: should the college player get paid? And I know me and you discussed this before, but there's got to be something in place for these colleges to take care of these athletes. I mean, everyone around Reggie Bush is making money. The schools are making money. They're selling jerseys. They're getting more people to pay tuition, higher tuition to go to a school like USC so they can be a part of the football team. But there's got to be some way in place that the NCAA can allow the schools to take care of the players in some type of scholarship fashion. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, you're absolutely correct. You know, and a lot of people would dispute that and say, well, they get an education. Well, you know, Ronnie, to be honest with you, I don't think the college is out of any money by giving them that uh, free scholarship because uh, tuition is at an all-time high, enrollment is at an all-time high, and plus the money that they make generally just off TV revenue, bowl appearances, and the merchandise. So really the education part of it doesn't cost the universities, anything. And I think they should get paid. Uh, and give them, give them, you know, alliance, uh, uh, a salary, uh, uh, whatever you want to call it, you know, uh, but, uh, and they can make it on a, uh, seniority basis. You know, you've been that year, freshman, junior, senior, you know what I mean, graduate, and, uh, that's how they could make a kind of pay scale. But right. I think they should get paid. Yeah, it should be some in place, but there's no reason for a guy like Reggie Bush not to have a car, not to have a housing arrangement for his parents, for his family, for him not to have money to go do some of the stuff he would like to do. There's no reason why any college player uh, on that caliber or for any caliber of that reason not to be able to do those type of things for him and his family when the school is, is getting all the reward. So there's got to be something done, something's got to be put into place, I mean, they got, they have to do some. A lot of the fallback of that, uh, uh, they've also removed uh, Reggie Bush's jersey from the L.A. Coliseum. Um, and I don't know what's going to happen later. You know, a lot of times these college players build a camaraderie with their school. They like to go back and to visit the school. And he can't have any contact with the school while they're on while he, the school's on suspension. But what's going to happen, I mean, he's not going to have that, that tie back to the school because, I mean, they're basically uh, the, washing their hands of Reggie Bush. Right, right. But you know, Rodney, you know, with all that being said, uh, actually, but what he did on the field, you know what I mean, as far as running the place, and you know, they are hiring these kids. They go to the parents, you know, they ask, can we have your kid, put him in our care, you know, their responsibility, and it's just flip the script. Suppose, you know, you do take a scholarship, go to school, you're in your second year playing football. You know, you, you get paralyzed. You know what I mean? Uh, right. Then that, that, that's that's something the kid comes back to me. I got to take care of the rest of his life. You know what I mean? I got a, a bill for life. You know what I mean? So it right. should be some compensation because you are putting your kid at risk and the kids are giving their life and they're dedicating really their bodies and everything else to the school. So they are really hired, you know, to perform on the football field. Right. And speaking of the parents, uh, Reggie Bush made some comments about the whole situation uh, here uh, recently. And one of the things he said was that his mom and dad did not want him to give back to Heisman. So the only person in his circle that really felt like he should give it back 
was his pastor. Uh, even the parents felt strongly about, hey, you did this on the field. You deserve this. Uh, we're not mad about whatever's happening. You need to keep your trophies. Um, but then now that the Heisman has been vacated, I mean, what do you think should happen now? I know Vince Sean came out in the media and said, hey, he doesn't want it. He said he does want it. Even Mac Brown came out and said, hey, I called Vince and told him if they give it to you, take it so we can have it here at the school. Uh, what do you think should happen now? Should it remain vacant, or should they give it to somebody, to the second-place winner like Vince Young? I think they should definitely give it to the second-place runner-up because, uh, you know, just like any other country, the state of Miss America has If for some reason uh, Miss America is disqualified and the first runner-up steps up and takes her place. You know, they could do the same thing. And in my opinion, uh, Vince Young should have got the highest one that year anyway. But if he was well, second, I said both, he should get the trophy. You know what I mean? I think everybody felt like Vince Young should get it after the uh, championship game when he basically won it by himself. I think everybody felt that way, even though they voted for Reggie Bush. There's also been talk about having a revote. They're saying maybe take the votes that uh, apply to Bush and have a revote, then the vote for other players. But I think it's hands down. I think everybody knows if Bush doesn't have it, I mean, Ben Sean should have it. I don't, I don't see any other way other way around it. Oh, yeah. yeah that's really right. I agree with you. But uh, yeah. it's, uh, you know, everybody has an opinion. Yeah. And I think Reggie Bush ended up being the fall guys for everybody that took money, you know, in college sports. And it was, what it teaches the next generation is don't get caught, you know. Right. So, Right. Now, they're definitely going to make an example out of Reggie Bush. He's been the biggest example uh, so far. And you have other people that have run Heisman, uh, even a guy like O.J. Simpson. Although what he did wasn't necessarily uh, football-related, a lot of people think he should give up the Heisman. And I think the only reason why Reggie Bush felt obligated to give it up because, honestly, he was he was ruled ineligible for that year. So he knows being ineligible to, as a player means you cannot win the player awards. So I think he did the right thing. Uh, but who knows what's going to happen now. I think it just remained vacant. They're probably not going to give it to, to Vince. So Vince is not going to make a big fuss about trying to get it either. I think it'll just stay vacant, in my opinion. So I think that's what's going to happen. And, uh, you know, I don't think, you know, even if he give it back, Reggie Bush, he'll be all right. He went on and he was drafted and he had a very lucrative career as a football player. So, uh, and uh, he has a Super Bowl ring, so a lot of people don't have, even have that. So he has, you know, the company's great thing, and uh, he'll be all right. But, I, I, you know, so such a situation, you know, if you ask, uh, took a vote, took a poll, I'm pretty sure a lot of people would agree or disagree. So, uh, But I don't think that should leave it vacant. You know, has, uh, you give it to the best athlete, and uh, like I said, the best athlete doesn't qualify you get to the one that's Next one up. That's my right, opinion. right. I agree with that. Another big issue that came out today. I know we talked about Mayweather last week. I mean, last show about him being arrested uh, for the uh, larceny charge. Well, he's been they've been adding on to the list. They added four more charges today. He's facing uh, a total of eight counts. Uh, everything that ranged from domestic battery, three misdemeanor harassment charges. Uh, he still got the uh, larceny charge, which is a felony. I mean, they're just adding on more and more and more stuff. Uh, the actual first charge was a felony grand larceny charge. So I don't know what's going to happen in this Mayweather deal. 
Apparently, this this lady that's involved uh, is uh, the mother of two of his children, and she's actually filed charges on him once before. So I don't know what's going on or what's happening at this point. Now they found the coercion charge saying that uh, the couple's 10-year-old and 9-year-old sons have been victims for alleged threats that he'll beat them uh, if they called 911 and left the apartment during the scuffle. And apparently one of them actually had a chance to get out. So I don't know what went on. Uh, what happened in that event? I think a guy like Floyd Mayweather. My advice: you got all this money, your money Mayweather. You need to put some cameras in your home. You need to you need to keep cameras in your home, so when this stuff comes up in court, you can show some kind of evidence that you didn't do it. Uh, because right now, there's like a lot of stuff is being stacked against him right now. So we don't know what's going to happen. But apparently, this guy's uh, it, it looks like he could get out of control. He's facing eight counts now. I mean, what I mean. What is he going to do at this point? Well, you know, right now I don't condone domestic violence. Uh, yeah, we let that come out in court if he did it. Then I think he should get what he deserves. If he didn't do it, then he deserves an apology. So I'm all my opinion on that. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. Now, I know we did spend a lot of time in the NFL on last show, uh, but there have been some developments in the NFL that may even affect some of the picks you made, Royce. Okay. I know you were very adamant about some of the picks. We had a uh, round table with uh, Rick, and Rick had some picks and stuff as well. But the injuries have been piling up, piling up. Uh, you got the Green Bay's running back, Ryan Grant, is finished for the season after tearing his right ankle ligament, so he's gone. You got the New York Jets and the nose tackle, Chris, Jun- Chris Jenkins, and he's done for the season as well. Bob Sanders, he's out once again, torn bicep. Um, although the Colts have elected to keep a roster spot open for him in hopes of a return. But you've got more and more people going down, a lot of big injuries. Kevin Cobb is not going to start. Uh, Jake DeLone might not start in this game. Which injury do you think is going to affect the team uh, or what team the most? I'm going to still go with my picks right now, but I, I think probably the most affected team I would say would probably be Hmm. Give me the list again. Who was the running back? I think, oh, I think Green uh, the running back, Green, Green Bay's Bay. running back is down. Yeah. The Jets are missing the nose tackle. That's the part of their defense. If you shut down, they do have a passing game. If you shut down a passing game, you don't have a running game. You pretty much stop Green Bay. You know, and uh, you have to run and set up the pass. So that may be a problem. But who knows, you know. Now the time, and that's one thing about pro football, you can always get your, you never know when your numbers come. And if you're a backup, when your time comes, you have to be ready. So uh, I've seen a lot of guys that sat on the bench. You know, Tony Romo, your quarterback, for one, you know, until the chance came and he stepped up, you know what I mean, now he's a quarterback. So uh, this, you know, being a backup is very important in the NFL. You know what I mean? You never know when your chance, but you better be ready. So who knows? Who knows? Who might be the next superstar that's always sitting on the bench? So, and I, I look for a lot of teams that, that, that pretty much keep on. As long as you don't have the key elements in place, I think you'd be all right. On paper, to me, it really seems like uh, the Bob Sanders injury could be really huge for Indianapolis, oh, yeah. especially the way they got ran on by the Texans after Bob went out the game. I mean, you got right. Aaron Foster going for two hundred plus yards. Uh, without Bob Sanders being there. 
But, you know, these guys have played without him before, uh, two seasons previously. Yeah, I was going to say. I know they can kind of figure something out, you know what I mean? But that's going to be huge, especially if, they get, if, they, if their run defense isn't there. I mean, they're in trouble, and that's what Bob Sanders is. He's their, he's their run stopper. Well, even with Chris Jenkins playing nose tack, I mean, that's the the heart of that defense uh, for the New York Jets. Of course, you still got Revis Island. You still got uh, Bart Scott in the, in the uh, linebacker core. But that heart of that defense right up front is Chris Jenkins. So we, we're going to really see what happens along well, that line. New York, has a, New York has a bigger problem than, than, the, than the line. Well, they, have, they have an offensive problem. Right. So that's another old subject that they have. They have an offensive problem. Yeah, anytime your quarterback comes out and goes for 74 yards, passing the first game, and like we talked yeah. about, don't get a third down until the end of the fourth quarter. Yeah, you have some more, bigger problems in the defense. You're absolutely right about that. Yeah, and they, you know, been, they didn't let him so deep been, uh, developing, too, is uh, with this Michael Vick situation. Apparently he is going to start, so I guess we are going to see a chance for Vick to play a full game. Um, so what do you think about that? You think Vic is really going to have his? Is he going to take the starting job this week? If Vic has a hundred hundred game like he did last week, you have to start. I mean, uh, even if you didn't, I think uh, if God didn't show anything, I think about the six seven weeks, Vic will be in there. So we, we let's wait. It's yet to be the time. But if yeah. he plays like he did last week and they win, I mean, a big win, you know, I think he's going to have the fans calling for Cubs make on the platter. And a lot's been talked about that maybe this was a plan out along. Maybe they did get rid of McNabb so Vic can have his chance one day to start. But who knows, yeah. the biggest, uh, the most popular guy on the Philadelphia Eagles team is the backup quarterback. I mean, it can come Monday morning, they're drilling whoever's the starting quarterback and looking for the backup to come in. Well, now the backup's in, so we're going to see. Now, they, now they're now going to go with Kevin Cobb, the one that come back in. I mean, Philly's one of those cities where uh, they just, they, they're they really, really hard on their players, so ain't no telling what's going to happen uh, come Monday in the newspapers there. But I'm pulling for Vic. I, I saw what he could do. I saw his speed a lot better than what we've seen in the past when he came back last season. And I think he's really poised. I think he, you can tell he's really been working on this game. Because he's throwing, he's throwing the ball and passing the ball. So it's not like he's a, a one-dimension uh, player. He's showing everyone that he can do everything and run the offense. So I'm looking for really for Victor have a breakout game this time. And matter of fact, Philly is actually going up against uh, Detroit. So they have a huge chance to really take, take care of business, get out there and blow Detroit out the water. I mean, Matt Stafford might not even play that game. And Stafford, uh, not on Detroit, is is, a, is Detroit's a terrible team without Matt Stafford. I mean, I know you agree on that. Yeah, as long as he don't have any parties, he'll be all right. Yeah, that's what I said. You know, <laughs> you know how Vic likes to do it. Yeah. You know, as long as he stays right. with long, him, long he'll be, he'll be okay. Right, as long as he stays focused and just plays football. But he looks like he looks to be in great shape. He looks like he has a football leg back. Uh, he looks like he's worked out on the off season. And I think he's hungry now. You know what I mean? I think he can taste you know, being a starter, getting back to where he was. You know what I mean? So uh, this may this may be a good thing. But like I said, the backup in, in the NFL, you better be ready. Right. You're going to your team. I know Big right. didn't have a, yeah, a clue that he was going to be playing that day. 
But right. he, if they win and win big, and he has a big day like he did last week, I think he got a quarterback controversy. Mm-hmm. Well, it's always a quarterback controversy in Philly. No doubt about it. It's always a quarterback controversy. But we're going to see. I think no matter what happens, though, there's a lot of supporters that say, um, you know, Andy Reid, that's why he got rid of Vic so Kevin Cobb can run the offense that he wants. He wants that West Coast-style offense, and Vic is not a West Coast-style quarterback. So there's a lot of people saying that no matter how good Vic does, if he throws for 400 yards and rushes for 400 yards, then Kevin Cobb is still going to be the quarterback, which I think is ludicrous. I think I know that Andy Reid a lot of times doesn't show any emotion, any heart, but I know for a fact if, if, if Vic comes out there and gets you that W and you saw what Cobb was able to do that first half, you have to go with Vic. I think there's no question about it. No matter what kind of offense you want to put on the, put on the field, but you have to go with Vic. Well, you know, Kevin Carver isn't real mobile. You know, he's, uh, and if, uh, if any evidence of what the line, you know, the line was this last game, then you're going to need somebody back there that's elusive because, uh, they didn't protect neither one of them. Well, Vic had to run out of the pocket, you know, a lot, and he had to use his legs, and a lot of what he did, he had to do on his own. And I didn't see Cobb doing that. When he did get out of the pocket, he was knocked unconscious. So, right. You know, we, we'll see. Yeah, we will see. Another story that's coming to uh, fruition in the NFL, Vincent Jackson, they finally reached a deal uh, with the NFL PA um, on his suspension. He's suspended for six full games if he stays a Charger. But if the Chargers right. are able to trade him, he can actually play by week five. Um, and I think that they'll try to trade him. I know there's a market out for him. There's been a market out there for him. But the Chargers want a marquee guy or a marquee pick. But I think a third round would be a good trade for this guy. And there's some teams out there that can really use a guy like Vincent Jackson right away, right away. And my number one pick for Vincent Jackson would be a Viking. I think Brett needs some receivers. Percy Harvin did not practice. He's limited. He might not even play on Sunday. You've already lost Sidney Rice. I mean, I think I can definitely see Vincent Jackson being a Viking. I think the only other team I can see him maybe going to could possibly be uh, – he could go anywhere, really, I guess. But I see him going to the Vikings. I think I think Brett Favre needs somebody to throw the ball to. A big target like Vincent Jackson would be huge, huge for them. Well, whatever you do, don't trade him within your division. That's right. guaranteed. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, right. don't do like uh Billy did with uh, Washington, you know, because, uh, yeah. Why would you trade somebody in your own division, you know? Mm-hmm. It's the same way with Green Bay and Minnesota. Right, the best part. So whatever you do, you don't want him in the division. Think it might be a good fit for him. You know, and uh, there's a lot of teams that can use the receiver. I think that they would probably get what they want for him. Yeah. I think they could definitely use him there. That's, that's just my opinion. I think they could definitely use him. Some more stuff coming out in the NFL again today. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about this, and we're taking calls on this next subject. Matter of fact, I didn't give you guys a uh, a question for the day, did I? No. So we definitely got to do that. We definitely got to give you guys a question of the day. The question of the day wow. today is we need a name uh, for the show. So we need everybody to call in, um, and the number again is 323-927. Two nine zero six. That's three two three nine two nine two seven two nine zero six. Or reach us at email rfsportsradio 
at gmail.com. But we're looking for a name for the show. So we're taking all solicitors for the name. We might even give away a prize. I think a prize would be good. But we need a name. Oh, yeah, we'll come up with something great. Yeah, definitely. We might even give away a prize. But we need a name for the show, especially those that have been listening to us since day one. So we're looking to hear from you real, real, real quick. Now, one thing. Yeah, why are all the callers at tonight, Ronnie? I didn't hear you. Where all the callers at tonight? Where are all the callers at tonight? Well, we've get we we know what we we've got some calls on hold right now, and I know one's on hold for sure because they sent me an email today about talking about the Rangers, and we're gonna definitely get to the Rangers. I know we're definitely gonna touch the Rangers. Yeah, one one definite um. Uh, one definite note I wanted to get to, and we talked about this uh, yesterday, is I don't know if you guys are aware, but the San Diego Chargers game this coming up weekend is going to be blacked out. As a matter of fact, last year in the NFL they had, I think, 22 games uh, that were actually blacked out total for the season, and they're looking to have more games uh, that are blacked out this season. So, I mean, that leaves the question, what is better? I mean, in today's day and age, with high definition, satellite, Sunday ticket, red zone TV, even fantasy football, I mean, what is better? Is it better to still go to the game or be at home on the couch and watching the game? Now, I know when you growing up, Russ was a little bit different than me. So, oh, yeah. I mean, what do you think? I mean, when you was coming up, there was no high-definition TV, am I right? Right. And when I grew up, you could actually afford to go to the game. As a young boy, I grew up here in Dallas. Uh, I can remember skipping out on church on Sundays. The Cowboys played at the State Fair of Texas then. We lived in the neighborhood. I can remember sneaking out of church on Sundays, going to the Cowboy game. If you wanted the 13, you can get in free. Uh, with any adult, and we just go out there and just cling on to anybody to go, can we go, hey, can I go on the game with you? So actually, it was free. Nowadays, Family Four is like a vacation to go to Cowboy Games. So they really, it's priced everybody out. I understand Jerry has to pay for that new stadium. But at the same time, uh, it's, and with the economy, it's just not affordable. And then, for me to watch it on in the comfort of my living room with high-definition television is a miracle to me because I remember watching it in black and white. We didn't have color TV. <laughs> so uh, I'd rather watch it. And to me, it's like being at the game with the high-definition receiver with the TV they have today. You know, so I, I know people my age, uh, it still amazes us, you know, that you can see that clear on TV after seeing probably black and white, you know, growing up. With rabbit ears and the reception gone, you know what I mean? And uh weather was bad or it was horrible. And this this technology today just blows me away. But it's uh the the the, the prices of tickets are just too high, the economy is too bad. They need to uh you know, and uh like I said, a lot of people can have you know, the same kind of enjoyment sitting in the home and, you know, everybody has to get together and family, you know, and uh, football watching parties and Super Bowl parties. So, you know, and even parking. Even if you went to the game, it cost you a portion to park. I think you and I went to a Ranger game. They even go to Cowboy game. I know people pay, what, what, $75, $50 for parking. 
Parking is anywhere from 60 to $75 in some cases. Yeah. yeah to park your car, you know, that, that, that's that's ridiculous. But uh, back to what you were saying, uh, I had heard uh, Skip Bayless talking today on TV. He said that the commissioner told him, I mean, uh, uh, who was the manager of the Cowboys back then? Uh, that was, uh, and I know exactly what you're talking about. It was actually a quote that was given hey, today. Thanks, Ram. Thanks, Ram. He envisioned the way the National Football League will evolve to is a studio game where these guys are basically right. playing the game in a studio environment with no fans, with right. no fans. And, and if you really just pay attention, he said that a long time ago. This was in the birth of the Cowboys, way back. He said that then, and now they got the advent of even 3D technology for the games. And for a 3D right. broadcast, I mean, you uh, in a studio environment would be perfect for a 3D broadcast. Uh, all right. So, you know, everything's going to reality TV and, they quit using studio audiences and shows now. You know, they have this can and can laughter. You know what I mean? Nothing is right. they live anymore, but they, you know, and they don't use actors anymore. So, you know, that that could be something that happens down the line in the future, you know, uh, where they just play the game and you can go on TV and pick a game that's, you know, no fans and it may cost you some money, but you probably be able to watch any game you want, you know. Right. So uh, we'll see. It could be the future. Who knows what lies ahead? Yeah. Yeah, and then you know it's it's, it's just ironic because it's like now I can have the family over. I can be with my family. We can barbecue. We can eat. Uh, we can invite friends over. We can tailgate right there at home, basically, for a fraction of the cost it would cost me to just take my family uh, to the game. I mean, we're talking about a PSL. You got to buy a license for your seat. You got to buy a seat. You got to buy parking, and you got to buy food when you get there. And like you said, it's just like taking a vacation. I remember we talked about it, it's either taking a family to Disney World or to a cowboy game. And I think right. we're going to go to Disney World. <laughs> you know, I right. think there's going to be a, a lot more memories at Disney World than at the cowboy game, especially when I can sit in the, in the, on the couch and watch a 55-minute screen in high definition right. or in 3D and see all the replays and not worry about uh, the heat or the cold. Well, somebody's feeling the bear on me. So I definitely think it's going in that direction. Who knows what will happen? I mean, I think that's years down the line, but who knows? But that's the interesting question. And if any of you callers want to weigh in on that question, too, you can tell us what you like. What do you like better, the going to the game or staying at home and watching the game? I think that's an excellent question. All right. And another big game, and we could touch on this, as well, too, because I think it needs to be said, because I am the only Cowboy fan on the show, unless I'm joined by another fellow Cowboy fan. Yes, but, you are. But, but I am the only Cowboy fan on the show. So let's touch on that real quick, because they have a huge game. To me, it's a big game. I think so. To me, the the game against the, the, the uh, Bears is a huge game for me. It's the first home game of the season. They're already 0-1, and they need this game. They need oh, this yeah. game because oh, next yeah. week after, next, after this game, we Houston. go down to Houston we play the Texans. And, and they the beat y'all in preseason. They beat us in preseason. beat us in the third preseason game. The same right. game we're supposed to play all the starters, supposed to be the dress rehearsal, and they beat our heads in. And they just came off a win from the Colts. Who knows what they're going to do this this uh 
Sunday. But you know if they're going to get up for any game at home, it's going to be the Dallas Cowboys going to Houston to play the Texans. So I think this is a game that they have to, have to win. Now, with that said, we are going to be a little bit stronger. And I know you hate to hear this, but our reinforcements are back. That's right. We're getting our linemen back. No Alex Barron. Kozar and Colombo are going to be coming back for the game. So you tell me, is this going to be enough to make my prediction of 34 points come alive? What do you think? Uh, you don't need reinforcements, Rodney. You need for what you had a jail. It looks like the Cowboys are not in sync, you know. Right. Uh, even with all that in place, they still got to play together. And uh, I didn't see that on the offensive side. Maybe I was wrong, maybe. But I'm going to blame that game on Jason Garrett. Uh, all the Cowboys need to do is go out and execute. I think uh, Tony Romo ought to call more audible. If he, the play called in by Jason Garrett and he can't see it, he needs to have the opportunity to call it audible. And I don't know if he's that smart of a quarterback. We just have to wait and see. That's my opinion of the Cowboys. And if y'all don't win in Chicago, then you're going to be 3-0-3 because there's no way on earth that y'all are going to beat Houston. You don't think we're going to beat Houston, the Texans? Oh, no. Oh no! Oh no! Come on, man! Come on, man! Did you see what Houston put up on the scoreboard against the Colts? And do you think that the Cowboys are a better team than the Colts? They're just as good as the Colts. Do you? Don't act like they can't beat the Texans. They can beat the Texans. Don't don't act like they just cannot beat the Texans. They can just listen as well as beat the Texans. They can beat the Texans. They supposed to beat Boston. Am I right? Yeah, of course they're supposed to be watching. Right. Did they beat Washington? We know what happened right. in that game. They we lost. Know what happened. We watched the game. We know what happened in that game. They, even they though lost. they played horrible, even though they had a bad uh, game, uh, call at the uh, halftime from Jason Garrett, even though they did all of that, uh, didn't score any uh, real touchdowns but one, they still came out at the end of the game with a chance to win. Still. Still had a chance to win. The defense Chicago's a sorry team. They weren't supposed to win. I mean, uh, Washington wasn't supposed to win. So I that means that. y'all are worse than Washington. <laughs> 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 Am I right? No, they don't mean worse than Washington, man. You watch okay, the game. If Washington beats you know, y'all, they're a better team. Washington's a better, worse team than us, man. You watch the game. You know that. But they tell how to manage to win. It was ugly, but they managed to win. You understand? They managed to win. The thing that killed y'all that night were penalties, and the game ended on a penalty. Am I right? Yeah, we talked about that. They had 12 penalties okay. for 10 points. All right. I mean, you cannot win the game if you got more penalties than points. So I hope, I just hope and pray that at least Wade, uh, random at least over the over the course of the, this past week because I mean at least and that's one thing you know about Jimmy Johnson and Bill Parcells if you did something right. in the game and cost us the game you're gonna pay for it in practice. Oh yeah. And I don't know. Oh, what, yeah. I don't know what this coach is gonna do. Uh, if you weren't gonna perform, you got pulled. You got pulled, or you got cut, or you got cut right, right there. And I even right. heard Wade Phillips come out this week and say that oh, Alex Barron is gonna be all right. 
Matter of fact, for those Wade Phillips fans out there, because we had one on the show uh, last Tuesday, Wade Phillips even said the problem with Axe Brown is that his arms are too long. Right, right. His arms right. are too long. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry said that. Said his that arms are too long. Right. But, but one thing, if I'm not mistaken, Jimmy Johnson fired somebody in the middle of the season. If I recall, he fired him. He, am I right? I think he fired more than one player. That's right, in the middle of the season. I can't see Wade Phillips referring anybody. You know, I see him on the sidelines and the player do something stupid. Uh, he don't even look at it. You know, I will at least turn down. I mean, I expect that out of a coach. Most coaches do that. But Wade Phillips has the same, the same look the whole game, win or lose, you know. And a coach has to show emotion, too. You know what I mean? He, he can get the players fired up. So as far as him firing up the players, I, I just don't see that. Jason Garrett either, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, we are. You don't see, you see Bill Kyle do that. You didn't see Bill Cow do that, you know. You don't see any other coaches in the NFL do that. So, uh, uh, you know how I feel about the Cowboys, Rodney. As long as those three things are in place, I will never be a Cowboy fan. That's Wade Phillips, Tony Romo, and Jason Garrett. Yeah, well, I'm not. I'm not too high. Go. Still a huge Cowboy fan. I'm not too high. I'm still a huge Cowboy fan. Now some well, of the uh, power rankings of um, the power rankings that came out uh, for the NFL USA Today has the power rankings after the first week, and uh, we'll start with number ten. Number ten on the power ranking chart is the Jets. And it's I don't jet. know. I mean, from from what I saw from the Jets, I don't know if they deserve to be number ten on the power ranking list. Well, yeah. I think it's how they finished last year that they gave them power ranking. It, but last year's over with. You got to start out what you got this year. Yeah, yeah so I think they got the ranking by by what they they're did still, last year. They're still a 0-1 team. They could easily be 0-2 taking on the right. Patriots. And we we should right. have a Patriot. Uh, we're going to do a little roundtable on the Patriots-Jets game uh, here pretty soon because I, I know I got some strong opinions and someone else got some strong opinions about these Patriots too. Number nine right. on the uh, power record list is the Chargers. San Diego, and they're all wow. one as well. All right. Uh, but but he, I think we both think they're going to kind of bounce back here in the week two. Oh, Number yeah. eight on oh, the yeah. list is the uh, Vikings. And I, I like the Vikings. I picked them to win the uh, NFC North. So I think they'll bounce back. Number seven on the power rankings, meaning that this these guys are better than the Vikings, Chargers, and the Jets. And number seven on the list is the Cowboys. I said, like I said, that list is based on how they finished last year. <laughs> it's not based on this year. It's not based on this year. This year's list will come out next year. So this is this is based on how they finished the year last year. So I, I, I think I, I, after the third week, Cowboys won't be at number seven. We'll see about that. We're going to take some calls here in just a second. I'm going to finish up the list. I see we got some callers calling in. Uh, we got the Colts at number six, the Texans at number five, 
We also got number four, the Patriots. Number three, the Baltimore Ravens. And number two, the Green Bay Packers. And the number one team in the power record list for this week are the New Orleans Saints. Coming off a big victory on Monday night, going up against San Francisco this uh, coming up week. I think that could be easily be 2-0. Well, they're the Super Bowl champs, right? Until they defeated, just like the Lakers, uh, other champions, until they get defeated. That's how they work. Yes, number one. Yes, for the number one. We will see about that. And do remember, guys, we're taking all callers tonight. Uh, You can bring up any topic you want to discuss. We can go over anything you want to talk about. Again, the number is 323 927 2906. That's 323 927 2906. You can find us on the web, blogtalkradio.com slash rfsports. You can hit us on the email, rfsports at gmail.com, at gmail.com. And of course, you can hit us on Twitter at the rfsports feed. Now, let's go ahead and take a call. Let's get some of these calls in real quick. We got a caller calling in. Caller, are you there? Yeah, the press one. Yeah, we might have lost the caller right there. Let's see here. Caller, call back. And you have to press one once you get online. That's right. When you call the line, you definitely can listen, but you have to press 1 to be connected uh, to the show, to the show. Now, I want to go over a few emails I did receive. A lot of people emailed me about the loss in the Cowboys, who they blame. Some people actually were blaming uh, the kicker. Some people were blaming the short choice. But a lot of people were blaming Romo. They were thinking, well, why would Romo even throw that pass? Why wouldn't he throw it out? Why wouldn't he take a knee? And my my answer to all those people that emailed me about Romo is the play shouldn't even been called, period. All right. That play should not have been called. The ball shouldn't have been in Romo's hands or the charge choices' hands to make a play, period. But, you need to be but if you're going to call the play, why not the Hail Mary? Why not the At Hail Mary? Yeah. Right. Why not give your team a chance to really do something and get down the field instead of throwing a quick out? Uh, to a running back on a on a busted screen. So I definitely understand what you're saying. Let's get into a few more of these calls real quick. Bring a call on real fast. You're on the RF Sports Radio Show. Can you turn your radio down just a, just a little bit? And who are we speaking with? Yeah, this is uh, this is Joe. Hey, Joe. How Hi, you Joe. doing, man? What's going on? This is Joe. Joe from Houston, I heard y'all talking about the Texans earlier, so I had to have to call in and put in my two piece, man. And uh, yeah, I think the real yeah, Houstonian. What'd you say? Yeah, but Houstonian. Oh yeah, definitely had <laughs> yeah, one of those. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, the Cowboys. It's funny, you know. Everybody was predicting that uh, you know the Cowboys going to go all the way. It's going to be the Colts and the Cowboys in the Super Bowl and everything like that. I know it's just game one, but Texans are looking pretty good right now. They looking pretty good. I mean, good. It, it, it is game one. I mean, uh, the, the, the Texans look good. They did come off their uh, winning season, their first winning season, going nine and seven last year. But we we now 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 I like the Texans. Okay, I like what they're putting together. But this Aaron Foster guy is he the real deal? You tell me. You're a Houston fan. Is he the real deal? Are we gonna see this? 
game in and game out, or was that just a was that just a fluke? No, it wasn't a fluke, and this is the thing. You're going to see it, but it's not going to be just like like it was the last game because I'm letting yeah. you know right now. I know that Washington is preparing for the run because they, they, they watching, they watched that game, they saw everything went down, so they're preparing for the run. So we're about to air it out with Andre Johnson, you know. So everybody who got Schaub and Johnson on your fantasy football, get ready for that because we're about to air it out on them. So. But yeah, I, I think it's I think it's Houston's year, man. I really do, and uh, and I think that it's going to be a real test this next game against Washington, you know. And then uh, week three, we got a we got you, we got the Cowboys, so that's, right, I'm right, definitely right. looking forward for that one. And then y'all y'all so in our house, know, so y'all going. We're definitely expecting a, a Kyle Furman for for that game. But, you know, <laughs> I know we definitely expect well, that game. You know, even if they stop the running game, y'all still have a hell of a quarterback. Y'all got. Oh, pretty yeah. good for the court, too, so uh, it's two ways to beat you, with the run or the pass. So if they yeah, stop yeah, the run, you know, the run sets up the pass, the pass sets up the run. So I don't know about yeah, the court. I'm, 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 not, I'm, not I'm not sold on Matt Schaub yet. I'm I really not. I, oh. I know they got him for Atlanta, but I'm not I'm not really sold on did Matt Schaub. Did you, were you not paying attention last season? He had a great season right. last year, right. like a phenomenal right. season. Right. He had a, he had a, he, I'm not he got on Tony Romo either. He, he, got, <laughs> he got late to the Pro Bowl. He had a decent season, but that's their first winning season, okay? They, they went, and then they went 9-7. It's not that they won 10 games, okay? We're running in, in the test of Houston. They lost a lot of games by either a few points, the last second. There were a lot of games that they could have won. You know what I mean? They were close to winning. Am I right? That's that's true. That's it's true. Me. I was looking, true. I was looking for Chris Brown during the off season because he missed so many right. uh, so many field goals. I was looking for him <laughs> in Houston, but uh, right. yeah, we did lose like you know like two games to the Colts was like by a field right. goal. We lost to the Titans right. the same right. way. So right. I think we we back on point now. Like so, we don't want it to leave it to that to the to the you know what I'm saying to to Chris Brown or anybody else to try to win the game for us. You know, so that's why we right. really trying to go out there. And a lot of people talking about Foster, how he uh, did great in the game. But to me, I like to give hats off to the offensive line because it wasn't for them. Foster wanted to be able to make the moves that he made, so definitely. I do, now, I do remember y'all were playing the uh, coach defense as a little suspect with no Bob Sanders. <laughs> oh, come on, Rod. Come on, man. There we go. There we go. Come no, on, I'm man. Just, I'm, I'm, just the I'm just stating the facts. I'm just stating the facts. Come on, man. I'm just stating the facts, man. I'm just stating the facts. I, I just can't wait. What? Well, let me ask you this now. How, now, there, now, what are the chances of maybe having a uh, a full Texas Super Bowl with the Texans and the Cowboys? That's a possibility. I, I, I don't put it past them, man. It's like it's. I really think that this week one was a test. You know, week two is going to be a bigger test. But to me, when we play the Cowboys, I think that's what's really going to set the season off. I think if we can, you know, that's this is really going to set the season off and determine where we're going to get to go. Are we going to have another eight and eight season or nine and seven or whatever? I think when we play the Cowboys, when we play you guys, if if we win, I think I think we play off bound, man. I think that's going to get their heads on straight. Yeah, we're going to see. You know, see. the biggest hurdle Houston had was the coach. Now that they learn how to beat the coach, and that that was really Houston's uh, Achilles heel. Exactly. Learning how to finish games, you know what I mean? Now yeah, they're like, like Chicago. Remember Mike, it took Michael Jordan a long time to get over that hurdle. You know what I mean? To beat the, 
the, the Detroit, you know what I mean, to beat the Lakers. And once the team get that, you know what, you know what I'm saying? Once the yeah, team Dumas, get that kind Dumas of winning attitude. Have, yeah, Joe Dumas used to have Jordan on lock, so yeah. Right, right, you did, yeah. Okay, so, okay, Now that okay. you can learn how to finish games, I look for him to go 10 and 6 or 11 and 5. If, I like the sound of that. If, if Houston beats the Cowboys, I'll take notice. I would well, take notice. Go around the golf, Rodney. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm out there. Take around the golf. I know you don't like the Cowboys. So you go to Texas now? If when Dallas played Houston, the Texans, I'm rooting for the Texans. I guarantee you. Made a wise, you made a wise decision. That's a wise decision. Good job. Yeah, I guarantee you, man. <laughs> I guaranteed it. Okay, all right. Yeah. And I'd be willing to put up a round of golf. Anything I want to play, okay. Three round of golf. Okay, that'll work. But, but, but no, yeah, it's like yeah. I'm just, I'm, ahead, just I'm just glad you know I'm impressed with the showing, man. Because I know out of the 16 times before Sunday that we played the Colts, we had only won once. Yeah. So 15 right. times right. we lost against the Colts. Right. This is really the turn right. of the chapter right here. So. Right. And everybody's taking notice, and I'm just glad, you know, that I was always with the Texans. I'm not about to jump on the bandwagon. I was always with the right. Texans, with the record show. When they, oh, yeah. you know, when they do everything that they're going to do, you know, this season and the next season, you know, I, I was there from the beginning. So, yeah, even when uh, they oh, yeah, call me. I, I still got the Millie White Shoe Johnson shoes, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's from the whole Easter. I, I still have mine. <laughs> That's the whole Houston plan. You know what I mean? Warren Moon. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. That Houston. Yeah. yeah. All right. Houston's you always guys, been my team. You guys, you guys go on the road. You're going to Washington this week. That should be a W. That's all I got to say. That should uh-huh. be a W, but but you still got to play the game. So if you guys lose to Washington, I expect you to call in and uh, give us a reason for a loss against the same team we lost against in Washington. Oh, regardless, regardless, I'm, I don't think we're going to lose, but regardless, I'm calling in to, to check in. But I don't see us losing. And and when we play the Cowboys, I'm going to call in and get your excuse for losing to the Texans. So, yeah. <laughs> I got a question for you, Rodney. Yeah, okay, I got a question for you, Rodney. Uh, say the Mavericks don't make the NBA Finals playoffs okay. and San Antonio goes. Right. Do you improve for San Antonio? I mean, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, I do root for them. the Texas team going to root for them, right? Okay, right. one's in the NFC, other than the AFC. Why can't you be a, a Texan fan and a Cowboy fan? I'm not saying nothing against the Texans. I'm not, but I, but when they play the Cowboys, they gonna get hammered. I'm sorry, <laughs> they will get hammered. Wow. Okay. They gonna get hammered. We'll, we'll, I mean, we'll hey, they gonna Just get two weeks. We two weeks. That's gonna be a test for both teams. That, that's that's why I really oh, that's why I think it's important for the Cowboys to win this game because they can't go on three and go into a bye week on three. Yeah, so we gonna go. Cowboys have to win. They have to win. So I see us right. back on track in Chicago. And I think the the offensive line will be more gelled together by the time we play Houston, and uh, we'll go down there and run up the score. Uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I'm, all I'm saying is we about to we're gonna beat the Redskins. I think that's pretty much a done deal. We're gonna take that momentum, and then we're gonna be at home anyway when y'all when when you play us. Right. So right. So so we'll see. You know we're gonna be loud. The crowd's gonna be loud. You know Romo's gonna choke. Probably mess up the snap. You know 
have a couple fumbles here and there. So so we'll see. Romo's known to choke, so that's all I'm saying. Okay, well, hey. Okay, well, we'll definitely talk that day. I can't deny that. But but I thank you for calling in, man, and uh, we thank all the people listening in uh, H-Town, and we might have to put together a bigger watching party uh, for that because that is going to be a big game in Texas and Houston. But we thank you for calling in, man, and keep listening. Not a problem. Y'all have a good one. And I I tell you what, if it's a Texas, all-Texas Super Bowl, you can come on up and, and we'll show you a good time in Dallas, man. I'd, I'd appreciate right. that, too, man. I'm going to hold you up on that. All right. You, you heard him say it, not me. <laughs> <laughs> you heard him say it, not me. Yeah. Right. If either team goes, we're going to celebrate. Right. All right, man. All right. All right thanks a lot, man. Yeah, not a problem. Okay. Wow, we got Houston fans calling in. Where are Cowboy right. fans at? Oh, am I the only one that's standing for the Cowboys? Am I am I am I doing this alone? Looks that way, doesn't it? I mean, these these are when they win winning, they're the greatest. they America's team. But when they lose, they blow the Jerry. You know y'all are. <laughs> you know y'all are. When you when they winning, they're America's team. But when they losing, they're Jerry's team. So uh, I think they're waiting. To, they get to be America's team again. So yeah, yeah. Well, let's jump into this a little bit of quick uh, baseball before we get into the whole. Uh, before we get into the whole um, uh, matchups and stuff for this week. Now, those of y'all that uh, don't follow baseball that much, let me catch you up a little bit. Yes, the Rangers are still playing. I know it sounds crazy, but they're gonna actually have some games during the during the uh, football season. Because they have made it to the playoffs, they are number one. Uh, they actually are ten games up in the playoffs, and they're just coming off a big sweep with the Yankees, five and zero at home. Uh, so they're really, really trying to peak at the right time. And you want to go into the playoffs winning, uh, especially we for know. a team that doesn't have a lot of playoff experience. Right, you know, to, to Ranger fans, it's like a dream. You know, uh, they've been waiting for this day for forever. You know, it's like Christmas morning because I want to give a shout-out to all the Ranger fans. These are some of the most dedicated fans I've seen because rain or shine, win or lose, they're always supporting the Rangers. And uh, we're well overdue for a good team and a winning season, and I hope they go all the way. Yeah, I'm really rooting for them. I actually had uh, had the privilege to have season tickets last season. I should have had them this season, though. So I got to go to a lot of games and get familiar with the ballpark. And that experience is really, really nice being there. I can only imagine what it's going to be uh, during the playoffs, man. And then one of the big things we thought about, we talked about them missing Josh. And really they haven't missed Josh. You got a guy like David Murphy stepping up. He's filling in for Josh Hamilton. And I saw a stat on David Murphy today. He's actually batting since Hamilton's been gone. He's been batting 358. He's had nine hits, eight RBIs. And two homers. I mean, that's huge production from a guy like David Murphy. We got a hole like Josh Hamilton in the field. So I think the Rangers are poised and made some really good moves in the offseason. And just think a few months ago, the whole team was being tossed up in the courtroom in a battle right. between Nolan Ryan and Mark Cuban. And look where they're at now. All right. For a team that, that, that didn't have all, you know, that were bankrupt. You know, to be in a league and it was a 10 game league. 
but uh, they 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 learn. And it just goes back to what I said. They finally learn how to beat the Yankees. You know what I mean? They got over that hurdle. When you learn how to beat your, your biggest competitor, you know what I mean, it makes a big difference. Gave them confidence. You know what I mean? But now I have no trouble if they had to face New York. You know, I would have a lot of confidence. And the other time it was always, you knew the Yankees were going to win. So, you know, I, I'm waiting to see what happens. You know, and I wish them the best of luck. Great team, a great owner, you know, and I think they'll go a lot further with Nolan Ryan. Yeah, and my question to all you, Yankees, all you uh, Ranger fans is who do you want to play first round of playoffs? You got the AL, AL East is still really up for grabs, although Tampa Bay took a half-game lead during this past series. So who do you want to play first round? Do you want to see the Yankees, a team that you've had some success against uh, throughout the year, or do you want to see the, the Rays? And we all know what the Rays did. Yeah, we uh, don't want Rangers. to see the Rays. Yeah, the Rays in that ballpark inside that dome. With the pitch right. they have, that's a huge advantage. But it's just something about Yankee Stadium during the playoffs. I don't know if they're ready for that either. I mean, so what do you think? You think they want to see the Yankees first, or do they want to see the, the uh, Rays first? I think I want to see the Yankees. Uh, Tampa Bay is scary. I mean, they are a really scary team. I think they were. Uh, I'd rather see them play the Yankees. Because the Yankees aren't hitting too good right now, you know. And, uh, you know, hitting always goes down in the playoffs. And uh, I think we have a better uh, team than the Yankees right now. Yeah, yeah, I hope so, too. I really do hope so, too. One of the things, one of the biggest additions that we made was getting the, uh, was getting the best um, best pitch on the market, Cliff Lee. And he's been right. paid dividends. He started out real slow. But that's the kind of guy you need for the playoffs. They've actually decided to um, change his start, just to start him on Saturday so he'd be ready to start the playoffs once the playoffs start. But Cliff Lee, I mean, what else can you say about having him on a team like this, a team that's always been known for having the sluggers but not having the pitch, and then here you go, you get the best uh, free agent acquisition you can get in Cliff Lee. So we're really going to see what Cliff is going to do. I know he doesn't want to be here. He's complaining about the weather. He's complaining about being here in Texas, but I, I, I'm really hoping I can see what he's going to do. I mean, do you think he's going to give them the push in the playoffs that they need? Can we pencil his starts in as a W? Yeah, you you would think he would want to uh, have a good showing, you know, to make himself even more valuable. You know, he, we already know where he's going, but you would think he would want to reign, you know. Who wouldn't want to reign, you know, with a series ring or a championship? Uh, so he should give it his best shot, you know, but I, I, I'm like you. Uh, he doesn't seem like he wants to be here, but he's here. And uh, why not make yourself look good? Yeah, I agree with that. I think that um, I think he wants to run him. He did this with the Phillies last year. He pitched pretty well, although, although they didn't quite make it. And I think, I hope he does the same thing for the Rangers. I think the Rangers have the firepower. To get past the Yankees, the Rays. Is this another? That's just another uh, another deal with the Rays. That that stadium is like it's so loud, uh, especially during playoff time, and they got so much good pitching over there. They, their sweep of the Yankees this uh, about a week ago. The Yankees didn't pitch CC Sabathia. They didn't pitch none of their uh, better pitchers. We saw Phil Hughes for one pitch, so they really didn't kind of beat the Yankees. 
per se. They built the they built the back end of the bullpen. They really go up against the starters. So we're gonna see. It should be pretty interesting. I think it definitely be interesting. One of the big games uh, we wanted to get into too is, and I think this is going to be the biggest game, other than the Cowboy game, uh, that's coming up week, and that's going to be the Jets and the Patriots. The Jets against the Patriots. All the talk from Tom Brady saying that, hey, we, you know, we don't we don't buy into all this stuff the Jets are talking about. The Jets and the Moss. Randy Moss, uh, stuff he's been saying in the media. I mean, how do you see this game going? Well, I, I got to give it to the Patriots. That's a, if, if New York doesn't have a deep threat. To me, Sanchez, and uh, they're not letting them add a ball out. And if you don't add a ball out, uh, put up a lot of points against New England, you don't have a chance. And I see New England continue with doing what I, I say 38 to Nine. I'm gonna go nine. I'm not. I say the New York not gonna even get a touchdown. You say you think New York's not gonna get a touchdown? I think New York's not gonna even throw a touchdown. Yes, I do. Unless they add a ball out, unless they come out with a different game plan, there's no way in the world that's scoop. Then don't forget, Cincinnati did put up uh, over 20 points in this defense. It's not like the defense can't be. They can't score on the defense. Yeah, but look who they have, Carson Palmer, Ocho Cinco, and T.O. So, uh, I don't think I don't think New York has that. Well, that is true. That is true. Right. I'm looking right. for the Jets to bounce back. I, I, You know how I feel about the Patriots, so I'm really looking for the Jets to kind of bounce back and do something big this time. And we're supposed to have a big Patriot caller calling in. I guess he decided not to call in today. But I think the uh, I think definitely the Patriots are gonna lose this game. I'm gonna go out there on the yeah. limb and set the Jets. Wow, right now that's a very thin, thin limb, you know. <laughs> you get a bigger branch. Yeah, I'm I think you're gonna end up falling out of the tree on this one. Yeah, I'm definitely going I with think the you Jets. Should I think you should get off that limb. It's kind of <laughs> weak. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm definitely yeah, going you with the Jets. You're probably break your neck on that one. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, uh, I, I I don't see how you see that because uh, New England is is playing like they're in the fifth week of the season. You know what I mean? Right. And uh, New York is still trying to figure it out. So, I mean, I, I don't see how you can even pick New York. But I, I I'll take that for a free round of golf. Yeah. I see you really <laughs> on this free round of golf today. Yeah, I, 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 I picked it up a couple of years ago. I love the sport. Uh, I'll probably be on the senior tour in the next couple of years. Uh, and uh, since Tiger's not winning, I think I should. So somebody's yeah. got to step up. Yeah, someone's got to take over, I love right? Yeah, right. someone's got to take over, the, right? Yeah. But, yeah, I think I think that's going to be the, one of the biggest games uh uh, this coming up week should be the key game this week. Other than that, um, I th- that's the one I'm really looking forward to see us in the Cowboy game. So we did have a, a Houston fan uh, calling. If you guys missed that earlier, he was definitely uh, putting his the Cowboy up fans. There. Yeah, he was telling t- telling us that he's gonna beat the Cowboys and 
They look like they might go to the Super Bowl this year. Now, where are my Cowboy fans? And I know I know my Cowboy fans have got to be listening to that, thinking, okay, Houston, are we going to lose to the Texans in regular season? I know we lost to them in their first game in that new stadium, uh, but are we going to lose to the Texans? I mean, we got to have some Cowboy callers calling in. we got a Cowboy caller on the phone here, hopefully. It could be another Houston caller. Let's see. Uh, you live on the R Sports Radio Show. Who's this? This is Rick, man. What's going on, bro? Hey, Rick, what's going on, man? Yeah, Rick. Oh, ain't nothing. Just sitting there checking y'all out, man. How's it going tonight? It's going pretty okay. good, man. I don't know if I don't know if you caught this earlier, but we had a, a Houston caller call in and was basically saying that it's a possibility that the Cowboys will get uh, beat uh, when they play the Texans in two weeks. Uh, oh, they 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 talking about the wrong team. Yeah, that is something, something, something got to be going on. It's Cowboys all day, Cowboys. We're going to go down there to Houston and we're going to beat them. Probably gonna, yeah, I think they, I think uh, both teams will probably put up some points in that game, though. So uh, it might be a good game, uh, 27-24, somewhere around there. It'll be something like that. Well, I tell you what. Got my putting up points. I have yet to see the Cowboys put up on. Yeah, I think they're gonna get in the rhythm, though. Yeah, I think the Cowboys gonna get in the rhythm. They don't beat Chicago, without a doubt. Without a doubt, I think they'll. I think they'll beat Chicago. I think that would be a much closer game, though. You know, I actually think uh, both teams' uh, defenses will probably step up pretty good in that game. So. I don't think the score would be really, you know, that big. I think the Cowboys in that game, I say 21 and 9, somewhere in there. Yeah, well, I gave I tell you what, with both quarterbacks, there's going to be some interceptions. <laughs> both quarterbacks are prone to throw interceptions on both of those teams. I guarantee you it'd be an interception in that game. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you on that. Now I am going to, while you're on the phone here, Rick, real quick, I am going to uh, just top up just a real quick, which I'm going to put you on hold one second here, because I want to bring up just a few more stories. We're actually going to cut the show a little earlier today. Um, and I want to just touch on just a few more things. Uh, real quick for the NBA fans out there, uh, the Rockets, speaking of Houston, uh, the Rockets send the Yao Ming. Uh, they say he's only going to play 24 minutes a game uh, due to the fact that he's uh, too much stress on his bones. I mean, the guy is. What seven six? I mean, he's prone to already prone to all kind of injuries. So limiting the twenty four minutes, I mean, it's a help, but I don't think it's going to help Houston get over the hump. So we're going to we're going to follow that story and see what happens along that front. Uh, there's been some talk about LeBron James, but when, then again, when is he not in the media? I don't even know if they got enough players to put a team on the field yet. And some of the players have already said that they uh, they're sitting behind with all the criticism that's going on. One of his teammates, Eugenius Haslam, has actually got his marijuana charge dropped. Uh, so you don't have to worry about doing anything with that this season. So we'll see what happens on that front. The Magic did sign Malik Allen. Um, the Giants, the Jazz have signed a free agent in um, Elson. And actually, uh, Dan Pierre doesn't have a team. Even though we uh, traded him away, he has been cut. Uh, so he's out there, so he doesn't even have a team. Uh, Who wants him? Who wants him? I don't know. I don't know. But he's liable to find a team somewhere to play with. 
They can do something. Oh, yeah. Uh, somebody needs a center. Yeah. Or uh, somebody standing in line. There's actually a rumor circulating right now that Dan Pierre might end up in Miami playing with the Heat. So we'll see about that. We'll keep following that story and see what happens on that story. There are some uh, – Matt, Matt. Go ahead, Royce. A big body to fill a lane, somebody needs one. You know, and that's what Dan Pierre is to me. He's a lane filler. Yeah. He's not going to block shots. He's not going to get you 12 points a game. So, yeah, I agree with you on that. Some of, the big, uh, some of the big college games going on this week, you got Texas going up against Texas Tech. Um, now, this is not a really a big game. we got Alabama against Duke, the number one team in the nation, Alabama, although they are getting Mark Ingram back. I don't know why you're rushing Mark Ingram back, to be honest with you. I mean, you're only playing Duke. you got a real tough SEC schedule coming up. So I don't see the reason to rush him to come back so quick. But he is supposed to play against Duke. So he'll probably score, I don't know, umpteen touchdowns against a defense like Duke has. You know, Duke is a football powerhouse. I mean, a basketball powerhouse, not a football powerhouse. So we'll definitely keep checking on that. The biggest game to me is going to be the Texas-Texas Tech game. I know we have a lot of listeners um, on both sides on that. Even the Texas Tech uh, student body uh, president has actually asked that all the Tech fans be silent when the players of uh, Texas take the field. They said that'll cause more of a threat being silent when they take the field than making a bunch of noise or cussing or uh, being rah-rah against uh, Texas. I mean, have you ever heard anything like that? you think anything like that would really work? Royce, are you still there? Yeah, I think we might have lost him. We have some problems with the service here at Blog Talk. But uh, we're going to definitely uh, close out the show a little earlier tonight because we're going to be doing some um, key things. We're going to have a special show next Tuesday to wrap up NFL Week 2, to wrap up the college football, and again, the more of the rumors and everything else as well. So we want to thank everyone for tuning in on this short show today. And you can always follow us at blogtalkradio.com slash rfsports. You can call in at 323-927-2906. You can reach us on email, rfsportsradio at gmail.com, or follow us on Twitter at rfsportsradio2. So we want to give a special shout-out to SMS. I know they're listening. Shout-out to Chief and stay paid. I can get to your calls today. I want to thank our, uh, Houstonian for calling Joe. I want to thank Rick for calling in and taking up for the Cowboys. So I'm going to be by myself. And uh, we'll definitely see you guys on Tuesday. 9 o'clock to 11 o'clock. Until then, go Cowboys. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.